Yep. Mm-hmm. That was our spooky intro. <laughs> I know you Do think you, like you might have just walked into a haunted <gasps> manor on the top of a windy hill, but actually Ooh. you're listening to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And this is a service industry podcast where sometimes during the month of October, we decide to do it scary style. We like to go spooky. Yeah, you know, uh, we have a laugh with it. I think it was our first year that we really went all out. And um, <laughs> yeah, we, it, we, we did. really did. And it was a lot of fun. So just hearkening back to a simpler time. Yes. And I just said this right before we started recording. I was like, I think the pendulum, like, I think certainly, was it last year or the year before that people were like, you can't say the word spooky because it's racist? I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Forget I said anything. <laughs> anyway, I think the pendulum's swinging back the other way. Everyone's like, Halloween! Yeah, I think um, people are like, wait, can we please have fun for a fucking second? That would be <laughs> yeah, for cool. One second of life. Let's pretend. Um, yeah. Um, but... I was thinking maybe I might have to miss next week, so I might post a Greatest Hits Halloween episode. I think people would enjoy that. I um, hope so. Particularly the one after we went um, <laughs> we went to that um, fucking route protest, whatever the fuck, action. Oh, God. And then we went to a, a, a bar that we walked in, and it was like we had to walk through cobwebs. Like, it was like... That was so <laughs> fucking funny. We were just at a bar off of like. It was like near it was Greenwich, off Washington Square. Yeah, yeah. It was like in yeah in the village, and just we were like, oh, let's just go in there. Random. <laughs> it was the most decadent, saturated Halloween decoration I have seen. It was like limbs like dangling <laughs> in my face. I was like, okay, this is just like a pub. This isn't even like Right. Like... And then like the menu, nothing. The menu, yeah. nothing. No like extra weird. I think we got like margaritas. Like it was not Yeah, nothing. I was like, this is just a dumb place for us to use the bathroom and get a drink. And it was like a whole fucking like Like it... clearly just one of the like floor managers was like, I love Party City. And they were just like, okay. Yeah, go for it, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Oh, my goodness. Good stuff. Um, Oh, my God. Kelly, how are you? How the hell are you? How the hell are you? I'm doing good. I um, I had to work six days this week, just like a confluence of events. and, um, And so for once in my life last night, I was just like, don't do anything. I was mm. like, don't. And it's like rainy and chilly. So it was like kind of, I was like. Cozy. You know, I was going to have dinner with a friend. And then I was like. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not doing that. Curl up, read a book. Oh, it was so nice. Nice. That sounds soothing. Not to be one of those people who's like. When my friends cancel plans, I'm a grandma I because I'm 29 yeah. or whatever. It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. No. But it was just like. I think especially when I'm like working a lot, then I feel a lot of pressure to socialize so that work isn't my complete life. But then you can only do that for so long before you're like, 
I'm physically distraught. Yeah, there's a candle, there's both ends, and they are on fire. Right. They are on fire. They're yeah. On fire. I, um, How are you? You just started. I'm good, yeah. In my first week of class, Mercury is just out of retrograde. Um, was feeling that. If you participate in astrology, you may also have felt it. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm good. I have. I feel much better <laughs> this time around. I was telling Kelly before we started recording that it's like what we maybe thought last fall would be in that people are, we're in person, you know, obviously it's COVID still here, but it's like a little more like people, it truly does feel like people are like, no, I'll hang out with you. It's like, oh, cool. People want to talk to me because there are people here again to talk to. So it just feels a lot less isolating and it's nice. So thank fucking God. I was like, I don't know how much more of this I can take. Honestly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the vibes are good. The energy's high. I mean, like, I'll probably, I'm trying to pace myself, much Absolutely. like yourself, because I'm like, I remember being a husk for the majority of last year. So I'm trying to avoid that as much as I can. Fall yeah. 2022, so, we salute you. We salute you. I got good, I got high hopes, and I think it's going to be great for you. You know who else had high hopes, Kelly? A little a man by the name of Pete Buttigieg, who <laughs> that is so true. Wow, I really didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> Unfortunately, the phrase "high hopes" has been uh, seared into my yeah my brain as one of the worst things that could happen to somebody. <laughs> it was genuinely that that. <laughs> I know. Talk about a relic, huh? I mean, the days um, of me just posting, like, look at this rat face bitch on my Instagram and just, like, <laughs> bleeding followers. I'm like, why am I doing this? Uh, I don't know, but uh, that's what we did oh back then. Oh, my God. Those were the days. Those were the days. So fucking the craziest shit in the world I would post just to, like, have a laugh and, like, start a fucking fight. I, lo- I loved it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just something to, like, Yeah to start a fight specifically is really funny yeah (sighs) i've calmed down since then i've taken sometimes it is fun to start a fight i mean i don't know well yeah of course i'm in a much more professionalized setting at the moment so it's a little it's difficult you know outright yeah Yeah, public figure as it were the amount of just like passivity that i've adopted of just someone saying something and me going that's objectively wrong. Whatever. Yeah. Learning to let go. It's good. Right. That's good. Right. Um, do you have a service? I think story? it's also oh. just learning that like people don't care about, you can be right and you can tell everyone I'm right and they're wrong. And the difference in other people's mind between right and wrong doesn't actually matter. Yeah. Is something that I've learned in, as I grow older. It's good to learn that. It's good is like that. you think that people want, correct information but they don't they don't care yeah and really sometimes you want a fight more than they want anything at all i guess that's that's what i mean is like you want to prove you want to be in the fight you want to prove more than yeah anyone actually cares about yeah anything at all and that's something that you have to um sit with right um sorry i was gonna say do you have any service stories Yes, so to kick off Spooky Month, 
Um, I have um, one thing that happened to me that was crazy, which is, um, it's really spooky. And as much as you were grossed out by my last Sarah Story Lillian, I think this one's going to really no, throw you for a loop. Listen, a listener. It's, not, it's nothing, nothing physical to me. Okay. A listener DM'd the podcast account of treasured, adored listener and said, Kelly's like, I forget what word he used, but like a casual, like detached telling of like extreme body horror. It's like everyone's worst nightmare, like, you know, Virgo excellence basically, which I was like, yeah, I mean, the editing we had to do to take down my like primal guttural response to that story. It's like we had to get the fucking big dogs in here. Um, this is, so we have my restaurant, like most restaurants has, um, an outdoor dining facility. Ours is just, there's like the sidewalk and ours is built onto the street, which is, um, an avenue, Mm -hmm. um, in New York. So like the avenue and, um, we had this structure and it just, it smelled like, and for a while we were like, it's summer, it's in New York. Like it does smell. We were burning incense in there Oh God! and we put eucalyptus in there. We were like, it smells like, this is so like it smells, but we were, I guess we were saying like, it smells, but it's not weird. Like people put their trash on the streets in New yeah, York. Yeah. It like, just smells in New York. In and like, summer. and also like our particular, um, outdoor dining, we had had doors on it that we were locking every night with like a, a lock and then every almost at least once a week some combination of drunk person or unhoused people would rip the doors off yeah and to the point where we were just like easier to not have doors yeah if you want to go in when we're closed head on in right and so we were like it smells but it's not weird yeah and then finally it was like it smelled so bad that we were like, we cannot in good conscience seat people here. It's getting cooler. It's not rotting trash. Like what's going on? So mm-hmm. they called the handyman. They were like, our handyman is named Will with one L. He said, oh. Will with one L, can you just like come take a look? Like what's going on? He opened a no. panel. What's a panel? What do you mean? Like a like it's like made of plywood. So he he took away a piece of okay. wood from the structure. Like yeah. So it's okay. like got it. You know. Yeah. Open a panel. There was no. No. Five. No. No. Dead rats. No. 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 They were treating it for some reason like an elephant graveyard. <laughs> the call or something. Like how cats go under the porch to die. For some reason, the rats of the East Village were like, let's go in there. There were five of them. Oh my God. That's what was causing the smell. So they basically... You know, there was a lot. I mean, and then we basically had to almost entirely rebuild the structure, sealed it with cement. There's chicken wire in it, so they can't chew. Like if they chew, you got to get the yeah, like the alu- like the the sponges. You know, there's like aluminum wa- yeah, like coiled. Like, 
So crazy, but it was. Dude. I could go into further detail. Basically, the chef was, um, the chef and owner was help, helping the handyman, and he's like, uh, been obviously working in food service since he's a teenager. He's he used to work yeah. at a fast food burger restaurant. He's worked pretty much every every kind of place yeah. he's worked, and he was like, I've seen some. He's had to, like, kill chickens. Mm-hmm. He's been you know whatever. He was like. I've done some gnarly stuff in my day. He said that was, I could go further into detail, but I won't. He was like, it was the gnarliest thing I've ever seen. Did you physically see it yourself? I did not because I, I said, no, thank you. (laughs) I was like, I actually can't. I didn't know what they were going to uncover. So first of all, I wasn't like hovering around. Like I was just like, it smells. I don't know. And then they were like, I think someone, I was like in the basement doing prep and someone was like, some fucked up shit is happening upstairs. And I was like, that's all I need to know. Dude, I'm imagining it like a cross section of like an Egyptian tomb where you like, there's like little like rooms, like, like, you you know what (laughs) I I mean? I I kind of think it was, so it's like, you know, like the structure, like it was like the, there's the indoor wall, there's the outdoor wall. And there was like, maybe like. Kelly's motioning for about, okay two inches of space in between okay like and i can't visualize structures but okay yeah yeah um don't worry about describing it yeah like there there were two or three inches of space that they had found their way into nothing it doesn't smell any bad it doesn't smell anymore doesn't smell anymore you know um I think we've all had a moment where we realized something's died in our walls and it's one of the worst things you cause you know what's happening and you know what you're breathing in physically, but there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do about it. And you just have to wait for nature to take its course. In this case, it sounds like sort of a more of a, like a ritualist, like, you know, there was another element involved that um, prevented it. There certainly it from... was. There was an element. You might want to check, you know, the grid of where your restaurant's located and kind of see. Well, I had said that previously. I was like, I was like, enough with the fucking burning the sage. I was like, we need a priest in this bitch. Yeah. I said, let's get some some real religions in here, okay? No spirituality. Yeah, the neo pagan stuff is cute, but for this (laughs) level, and then. Yeah, and then ultimately what won out the day was just um, cement and power washing. What did they do um, with the bodies? I honestly didn't ask. (laughs) That's the first time. Burned them? I don't know. I hope. I hope it was like the plague. Like I hope it was like at the end of like a cholera outbreak. They just take them and burn them. I don't Dude, know. Dude, that's they should put a giant fucking whatever they put on the doors of plague victims. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's 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 really fucking gnarly. Ugh. And in memories of of you know you think oh I'm a I'm a tough I'm a tough kid. I lived on the you know in these streets and then you walk mm-hmm. down one street at night by yourself and you know what's scarier than any other human is just a bag of garbage that is somehow moving itself down the sidewalk and then you realize it's being carried by rats 
Okay, and then my GM did say we were talking about sort of generalized vermin, and she said she's been touched by a pigeon multiple times, that like multiple times pigeons in flight have, have hit her body, and I said, I think you're actually like, like, no, that's not normal or right. Touched by a pigeon is not how I would phrase <laughs> that encounter, but... Um... I mean, I don't think that's what she said, but I couldn't think. But she said she's like multiple times, like pigeons have like, taken off and like oh fluttered in her, her face but I'm, like they've the i believe wing that. Has... i've gotten a wing yeah. to my to my dome before i don't know I what makes you not that believe that. why don't you believe that there you, why don't you believe that multiple times that's this not has if you've lived in new york city for however many years and you're in public squares when the bells, think, to, when the bells toll from the fucking church. Tup, when, yeah, maybe if you're doing Tuppence bag, sure. <laughs> but no, I don't think that's that's normal. The town crier comes by. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's disturbing, anyway. and I'm glad that your unnamed restaurant, who did not violate any kind of health code with that situation, is uh, <laughs> yeah, back. By the way, everyone, please above just above board. Keep it cool with that one. We we've we we've we've righted the ship. I mean, it's contained. It's not like it was like dripping in the walk-in, like carcasses that were like rotting from above. No, and it's been dealt with. And yeah, it was. Contained. And the stuff you've sat in on a subway or rubbed up against. I mean, who, we've probably touched more. I mean, I think that was like the problem is that like for a long time we were like, I don't know. It is an outdoor dining. It's on the fucking street. Like, yeah, it's I don't know. Garbage and shit and like and fucking like humans. oh, it smells in yeah. here. Yeah, it does. Like, There's it, like obviously sour if, milk if it had in the fucking in, yeah yeah if it had been in inside the restaurant we would have been sooner to figure it out but it was like oh yeah the oh it smells outside well yeah it does smell outside do you think that that's grosser than like say a nest of like cockroaches inside Ugh. yeah see i think that's i think that would make me freak out more possibly i think that I mean, hygiene-wise, definitely worse. But I'm talking about like like initial ick factor. Yeah, I I would say. God, I don't even know. It's all disgusting to me. My, you know, my apartment got so fucking fucked up. You remember it, with yeah. by roaches after the pandemic? Because I think everybody just like pieced and left their cupboards full, and my house got completely infested. It was so disgusting and. Nothing affected my mental health more, I think, than being surrounded by bugs. Yeah, I think bugs is really hard. It's also, like, specifically, like, your situation, it was just, like, like you can keep your own house as clean as you want to. And I did. But if the building is infested with bugs, there's nothing you can do. I don't miss that, I tell you. Um, oh God! I'm thinking about if I'm if I'm eating and what I see. I think a roach is worse because yeah. a rat. I just go. There Look are at rats. this guy. Get a load of this guy. Yeah. Get a load of this fucking um, guy. All right. Let's shift. Do you to... think you're better than me? That's what I say to the rat. <laughs> the answer is yes, it does. And the answer is, and then he bares his teeth, and I go, "You are, you are, you are." Ugh! Makes me miss my old fucking. Exterminator friend. Your old stomping ground. Oh, God, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, okay. 
topics. Oh. Topics. Also, before we start officially, we are now open officially for your horror stories to read at the end of this month for our Halloween episode. So um, get them out. Get them in. uh, Let me begin. Um, It is a Google form through our Mm -hmm. Instagram. Or if you can't find it, let us know. Um, you can also send us an email if you'd like, if you don't like Instagram. Um, it's the fohpod at gmail.com. And we'll read them on the air. So be sure and let us know if there's something you don't want us to say. But everything you write, sh- you know, should be fine for us right. to say is maybe what we should say. Yeah. Yes. If you write it down, unless you, like, say, don't say that. Specific caveat. <laughs> well, we're going to read we're gonna mention it all mention it all and it can be you know it can be something with a guest it can be something that i don't know something restaurant related that was crazy or bad or horrible or you know i don't Mm -hmm. know it doesn't have to be your worst nightmare but should be in the top 10 (laughs) (laughs) or i say we could also accept nightmares you've had about work Ooh, yes new category of option nightmare you've had yeah yeah. Um, all right. Well, continuing on that theme, on that variation of a theme, um, we decided to start off October uh, <laughs> yeah, reading baby. some uh, restaurant and food related obituaries. And that's mm-hmm. a bro- in the broadest sense. In broad strokes, <laughs> obits. <laughs> obits. Um do people, do you think like people who, I would love to know the lingo, you know, I applied to be an obituary writer during COVID in New Jersey, I and I thought that would be like a fun turn for me before I decided to go to school. And I still think I should have gotten that job, but would love to know what they call, do they call them obit? Like what's their, what are, what's their. I think they call them the obits. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to know their lingo. Okay. Mm-hmm. So first up, uh, above the fold obituary, do you, <laughs> you have. <laughs> Uh, um you have you have uh the passing of a of an actual person do we start with that yeah let's start with the passing of a a giant (laughs) um fred franzia the inventor of the two buck chuck Mm. uh passed unfortunately r.i.p he Um, lived a long and thrifty life a, a long and thrifty life he is like a very kind of like fascinating guy. There's um, a New Yorker profile of him from, I think, I want to say like 2009. Mm. Um, he is, and I think they, either in that profile or in, in one of the many obituaries that came out when he passed, um, said he's sort of like, he has the bearing of like a, like an old democratic politician. Mm. Like he's just kind of like, kind of wise guy, kind of like, like his famous quote was like, people were like, um, how can you make wine that cheaply? They don't even sell water that cheap. And he says, They're, that's because they overpriced the water. Right. You know, he was just like, and he was like, like he was, he was, he, he was really disdainful of sort of like any snobbery and, um, and like, he like hated because he made wine in Napa Valley and he was like, yeah, you know how many vineyards I've bought from Stanford graduates, vineyards in foreclosure. He's mm-hmm. like, fuck them. So just like a really fun, interesting guy. I mean, we should do a deep dive on him. He was like 
I think you would love him, Lillian. Yeah, Very. I, I wish I'd known him like you did, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very fun and funny guy, very quippy. Um, he had lost, like, during the New Yorker profile, he had just lost 60 pounds on the advice of his doctor, and he drank, um, he would make, like, packets of, like, instant chicken broth, like the Lipton instant chicken broth, and okay. he called it his wit- witch's brew. Oh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, we're talking about... A colorful character. A colorful guy. Who sounds actually just like me, honestly. I mean, <laughs> I mean honestly. sipping witch's brew broth, like... Yeah. That could be me last week. Um, Really funny guy. But, you know, I mean, and I think, I think he, he does represent this like interesting intersection that we always come across on this podcast, which is like, what does it mean to like serve people? Which is that like his position was that like wine should be cheap and everyone should have access to just like cheap wine he disdain he didn't drink expensive wine himself he was like why is an 80 dollar bottle of wine 40 times better than my 40 times more enjoyable um you know and i think that's kind of what we come across a lot is like but then it's like is it really for the people if like the environmental cost right i mean it's like who's making this wine are they getting like if it's something's cheap it's not the money's coming somewhere right you pay for it somewhere you pay for it somewhere and 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 the bill always comes due whether it's yeah that the people who pick the grapes all have lung disease or that you know the water runoff is so polluted that you know what i mean like it's like the bill always does ultimately come due but i think it's like we have so few examples of like uh any like truly sort of like democratized pleasure and luxury that like cheapness does stand in for that Mm -hmm. and and then when you have a character that you can fall in love with hey Come you gotta on. you want to root for somebody these days you, you know gotta root for somebody and it's so fun to root for a guy who says yeah oh you went to stanford oh, well wait i'll buy that when it shut the, shuts the fuck down i mean looks like i'm reading this 15 at least at time of publication 15 grandchildren you know a big italian family yeah you gotta love it i mean it. Come on, just the stuff you like. <sighs> the stuff that gives you tugs at the heartstrings. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. And I truly did not know that Franzia was somebody uh, real and alive until. Oh, and also not related to the people who make Franzia wine. Yeah, exactly. Which is made by the Gallo family. That's very seems... confusing. It seems very confusing because very confusing. Why? You know what? They should just fix that immediately. Actually, somehow. It's also know. one of those things that, like, when like Donald Glover was coming up, like every profile of him would say like no relation to Danny Glover. Right. It's like the fact that I had to Google straight up like is Fred Franzia Franzia wine, and they didn't just immediately, immediately write, say that by the way it's not 
is like the other guys, cheap wine that everybody drinks. I'm not a fucking just. I'm dumb. Just write it Please. out for me. Also, nobody who knows the fucking backstory of the cheap wine producers. Not no. not this girl. No. Well, now we all do, and um, we a life well lived. A life well lived. Yeah, I would love to do a, a full episode on him. To me, electrifying figure. To me, you are perfect. Okay. <laughs> to me, you are perfect, except you are dead. Uh, you know all the good ones. What do they say? They're taking the <laughs> they're taking the gay or the dead. Um, <laughs> me in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all the good ones are gay <laughs> or dead. <laughs> I mean, I never, I haven't felt more like a real fucking brassy broad than I do being in graduate school, I gotta tell you. I'm like, back in my day, a woman had real balls or whatever the fuck. I don't even know what I would say, but just like, girls, you gotta really go after, you know, like. Yeah. Hike up your hose and. <laughs> Fix your makeup, go back in the room and get it done. <laughs> um, unreal. Get okay. it, open up a can of tab. <laughs> oh, my oh God. God. Splash some water on your face. All right. Oh, God, that sounds good, actually. Okay. <laughs> Next up on the obituaries list, <clears throat> God, there's so many, <laughs> so many, so many deaths, deaths that have died. Um, well, we have a queer restaurant <laughs> hags uh, temporarily closing two months after opening. You know, maybe this isn't belonging in the obituary pages just yet, uh, but a something has died, I would say. A something has died. A something has 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 passed. <laughs> For sure. Not a gleeful obituary by any means. However, if you would like to hear our full thoughts, you can pay five dollars to listen Ooh, to us correct. talk about it on Patreon. That's correct. Uh, um, sounds like there's some I, structural issues going on, um, which doesn't surprise me. Um, doesn't surprise me. Um, I will also say, like, I think Hag suffered the phenomena of, like, too much sort of, like, breathless press in the food media. And I would say, like, almost immediately, once it broke out of the food media circle on like on Twitter immediately people were like the hell they sell zoodles <laughs> remember that the day zoodle, the zoodle reveal was uh unexpected and um disappointing disappointing yeah. to say the least yeah um so not an obituary but um on notice Maybe it's a, it's got a, it's got an arc on Grey's Anatomy for sure. Oh, great. Yeah. Something's go <laughs> Dr. House is going to figure it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's go ahead and bring in Gregory House. <laughs> I've never seen a single episode of either of those shows, but I feel like I can talk about both. Okay. I have, I used to watch Grey's Anatomy in its like original run um, when it was like, 
um, the first couple of seasons uh, were completely insane. And yeah. I was in middle school. And House, I just found impossible to watch because my mom is a medical doctor. Ah, uh, right. And all of those that are mysterious, like they're written so that a normal person, it is a mystery, but my mom would within approximately eight minutes of the hour long program being on would just be like, Oh, it sounds like they have that is so funny. or whatever the fuck. She and, enjoy... Cause there are only so many diseases. No, yeah, is of the course. Thing. Of course. I mean, nowadays, actually I won't say that. Go ahead. <laughs> right. Nowadays house is just, everyone has Lyme. Everyone. <laughs> But this show is called Dr. Lyme. My chronic illness warriors. <laughs> okay. Um, um, what was I going to say? Um, moving right along. I, but also Hugh Laurie, like, fucking would. Well, oh, would. definitely. So definitely hot. would. I mean, so that's why hot. he has a, that whole plot line on Veep. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. In the later seasons that. of Veep, he's like, he's, he's so hot. Um, Selena's Veep, and they fuck each other. You know, uh, the other night I was hanging out. Yes, I was. And <laughs> uh oh, go uh-oh, on. Oh, she went to a fucking beer bar. Um, and one of my colleagues said, Lillian, who's your celebrity crush? We've been talking about it. And I was like, it was like Stump the Chump. I was like, I don't. It's know. so hard. It's so hard. I was like, I have not thought about that in years. Has anything moved me in five years? No, it's also like, sorry, I stopped thinking about celebrity crushes when I stopped playing MASH. Like, Well, I, okay, but this person I like, and it was just a gag. No, 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 of course. But, I, I'm yes, not saying but, to... but same, but same, like, I was like, Ugh, and then I was like, I look insane that I can't think of someone I want to have sex with. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> right, I, and I was like, I gotta right. go. But if I thought... It's of... also that, that I think like being maybe in New York is also different because it's like those people are just around. So like you have to think about like, like I, that's what I'm always, I'm like, could I like, could I mix it up with them? And then it's like, if the answer seems like no, like if they seem like they would be annoying, then I'm just like, no, it's out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the point is that I looked insane, so... I mean, no. probably not. No, 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 not really. But I'm just, it was just a funny moment where I was like, oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Who would I want to have sex with? Billy Crystal? Uh, <laughs> that's my panic response. I'm like, genie in Aladdin? <laughs> I think that was a really big you thing for love me when him. I was a kid, but um, I don't know, maybe still holds up. Okay, oh a lot going God. on. All right. Um, <laughs> the genie in Aladdin, everyone's like, uh, Robin Williams in the live-action movie Popeye by Robert Altman? That's a big one, too. I don't know. Like, maybe it's a Robin oh Williams Oh, my thing. God. Okay. Um, what's next? Um, okay. This was sort of like just kind of a death to all of our dignities. Oh. Um, the adult Happy Meal at McDonald's. Uh-huh. Um... I mean, also has to be a harbinger of bad things happening at that brand because the fact that they're trying to do like a merch drop for adults of these like limited, it's like, what? What's up? Yeah, you're right. What's it's up? also like to me for some reason, because I'm looking at this write up and it's like 
it's a crossover with some like street yeah. company, which to exactly, me, for whatever exactly. reason, that combination of McDonald's and a street quote, heavy quotes, streetwear company, it's very like NFT. Right. Adjacent. Like it's like crypto, like Leah from Real Housewives. Like it's something like fucking weird. And it's really weird. And yeah, and, um, and I guess apparently, and this is something that made me possibly more sick to my stomach than hearing about five rat carcasses is that okay. apparently McDonald's, there's been an issue of adults buying out and depleting Happy Meal toys as like collecting and selling on the internet. So they have problems with children having yes, their own Happy that. Meals, which is like um, a real, like I think more than anything I've read about American culture, or heard about or experienced in the last, you know, few years, maybe that might be the worst. I don't know. Yeah, I read something where it was like they were gonna release like a bunch of Pikachu dolls or something. <laughs> dolls? And then... What are you, my fucking dad? <laughs> sorry. And then, um, <laughs> sorry. Figurines. A couple little figures, yeah. <laughs> and then, then they all got bought up. So then kids were getting like, old, like Space Jam two merch, which oh. like wasn't like had like a really low, like not good. And then everyone was pissed. I don't know. Uh, I've I've talked about this before on my podcast, but when my stepdad was court, my ex stepdad was courting my mother. He worked at McDonald's, and we would go in there after her classes when she was in school and he would try to win me over by like getting me the specific toys I wanted. Yeah. And I was like, good angle, still unsure about this situation, but I did want the Prince from Snow White to complete my collection, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not a bad angle. Not a bad angle. I mean, it just, stepfathers, if you're listening, could work. Just yeah. don't be a fucking psycho on top of it. Right. I think, like, yeah, it could have worked for someone else. Yeah. If you're, yeah. Um, anyways, so, yeah, that's dark. Also, I heard that, um, and this says, they're, they're doing, like, a possible, ro- why do, first of all, why do I know about the what's going on at McDonald's is something that I also would like to address. Like, why, like, why do I know about the fact that they might be, re-releasing a secret edition of the fucking 80s Halloween pail toys from McDonald's. Oh, look at that. Which is fun, I guess, but also is like, you're right. Why is McDonald's, why is McDonald's on, our, on the tip of our tongues at this moment? What is it a right. global so, crisis like about to happen? Exactly. Like, something's up. Something's up. So that makes me think that potentially again McDonald's we might be seeing them on Grey's Anatomy soon they're sickly they're poorly <laughs> something's up Grey's Anatomy <laughs> oh goodness and when, goodness whenever gracious. someone in my life has to go to the hospital I say who are you about to go to hospital no Grey's Anatomy he's, just... <laughs> he's in Grey's Anatomy he's in Grey's Anatomy <laughs> he's in Grey's Anatomy oh dear <laughs> Oh, did you, oh, did you hear his mother's in Grey's oh, Anatomy? It's awful. It's absolutely it's awful. awful. Devastating. Um, 
Okay, what were the Do other- they have medical dramas in other countries? Like, does do they have, like, the nurses of NHS? I would like, like to see them try. Like, what's their ER? What's that? They've got to. I They must, but all we get here are their, like, weird, goofy cop dramas. Which... <laughs> yeah, it's so random to watch other countries' cop shows. And, I mean, not as dark as the, like, fucking ones from Iceland or whatever the fuck, the Nordic, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Those are like, yeah, those are always so weird. It's also like, you only have like one murder a year. Why are you making a cop drama? Yeah. You guys just wish you had what we had. Okay. Um, anyways, stop it. Stop. Literally just guys make a show about like manufacturing, like swift cars or something like, I don't know. Oil. Fish oil. A sauna. Maybe a sauna. (laughs) Maybe about building a sauna. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. Cheese? Yeah, I would watch that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what else has died? What else was on our Um, list? Oh, we read an article by Rachel Sugar. This is sort of like, I feel like we have to mention this. Like, we're legally obligated at this point, like once a month to be like, everyone in New York doesn't want to go out anymore. Um, By friend of the pod, Rachel Sugar in the Times about is uh, six o'clock, the new eight o'clock. Right. Death of death of eight o'clock. I guess it might really be death of eight o'clock because I think. Like, nightlife is out there. People are out there dancing the night away into the small hours. But people, I guess, are going to dinner real early. They're not, you're not going for your nine o'clock dinners anymore. And look, I read a whole thing. I think it was in the Times that was like the lot, the end of 24 hour New York, or like, no, yeah, 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 yeah. all these places aren't open anymore, whatever. Um, But, and the fact is obviously like, that people don't want that that's a shitty way to live for people who work those jobs for the most part um yeah. and that's like huh, wow what we kind of figured out uh through these past couple of years but i will say it is quite surprising to me that this is a continuing th- trend for whatever reason in new york city i i i'm actually very surprised that that is the yeah case. and in that piece they spoke with some like person in London and they were like, is this like, is this just a COVID phenomena or is it specific? And he was like, Oh yeah. People here stay out as late as ever. Like dinner. Really? So it's not affecting London. I mean, I think it speaks more to like the suburbanification of New York than COVID. Well, probably something with people like the population who left and like, I'm sure it has something to do with that. Like who left, who came back in what capacity what are they doing now? The jobs people right. have. Like, it must be, it's, it, that must be. Yes. <sighs> and to say, I still love a late dinner. Of course. I haven't had eight one o'clock, in nine a year, o'clock. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eight o'clock, nine o'clock. I had a nine o'clock dinner res on Thursday. It was great. But I will say, by the time that I left, it was like, very much the restaurant was closed. Yeah, I hate that. Nothing, it doesn't end my night in like a, a pleasant way when I'm like at the very end, 
when I'm probably a little sauced, I'm stressed mm -hmm. then about being like, lingering too long or wanting to get out of the way or like the ambiance is gone or like it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, like I said, I, I think I said at the top of this that I had to work brunch yesterday randomly and we have a service break between um, brunch and dinner. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we do is everyone eats food yeah. because yeah. of the human need sure. to do so. Heard of it. And this couple was sitting at the bar. They took like a couple sips of their first drink and then they're like, Oh, we know you're closing soon. Um, so we'll just go ahead and order a second drink, even though we're like not ready for it because like we want to be able to like kind of be out of here in good time. I was like, great. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Drop their check. It was, and I dropped their check probably like 10 minutes after we technically closed. And I was like, thank you guys so much. And thank you so much for being understanding. And then they truly sat on their check for 20 minutes. What? And so it was like, and it's an hour service break. So I was like, you're halfway through. And people are just standing around at this point because Ugh. waiting to be able to eat because no one wanted to start eating while there were like still guests in the restaurant until finally I was like, <coughs> guys, you have to, I just said, I was like, thank you so much. And I was like, I'm happy to bring boxes. I will give you to go cups for any drinks you haven't finished. But I was like, we do. And I just said, I said, we do need to eat. So you guys do have to leave. Jesus and they were like, okay, totally. I was like, why are you again? Just the perpetual annoyance of acting like you're like kind of in on it and with the team and like, we know you're doing last call. So like, we'll just get our drink. And we then this easy on you. Yeah. I was like, get out. And you have just like a bunch of people milling around. No, fuck no. It's horrible. And then you're just sitting there like it's normal. And I was like, <sighs> some things never change. Truly. I was like, we have to eat. So you have to go now. Thank you. Thanks. Can you still do to go drinks in New York? Um, I think it's like technically to go drinks are legal, but nowhere is like really advertising them like the way that it was the summer of 2020. But it's like, kind. it's like, it's sort of in a gray area but like hmm. yeah I'll do it if people ask for it god that was so fucking cool but it's not it's certainly not like at the height that it was but no. I'll, I'll definitely do it and I think it is legal but then like I saw two girls being stopped in the train station for drinking beers but they also looked very young so I don't know yeah. you know what I mean it's yeah. like all it's all gray Ugh. well R.I.P. to those people. I hope they died on their way home. <laughs> Literally. Um, I think that was it, right? Anything else to memorialize? Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, a lot of the, you know, if you'll rec recall the folks behind the Street Vendor Project, we supported mm, through yeah. the years. They are uh, very upset at the moment because all of the licenses uh that they were promised or have not come to fruition under fucking our fine mayor eric adams and also the police activity and enforcement is also obviously increased and so yeah. they are um 
out there uh, marching and, and holding other, uh, you know, various actions. So um, if you are in New York, I encourage you to check that out and support those folks because it's so fucked up. What's going on? I God, I cannot believe Eric Adams is the mayor of New York City. No, it's actually it's psychotic. so fucking sad and so fucked up. It's like the absolute so last thing that needs to it's happen. It's so right weird. Now. It's also just truly one of those things where it's like, obviously, I'm in my little bubble, but I'm like, I don't know a single soul who voted for him or even ranked him. No, like what the fuck? He doesn't live in New York. Like it's just so <sighs> crazy. God, it makes me so fucking sad. Ugh. Anyways, um, all right. Well, I think that's it. Um, I didn't check to see if we have any. Ooh, a little bird right, a little blue jay <laughs> right on my windowsill. Hello, a little blue jay. Um, God, it's really yeah. I don't quite think we have any new vivid. Um, we don't. Yeah, I don't think we have any new patrons, but we encourage you to join. We just put out a two-parter multimedia Patreon um, extravaganza set, yeah, with a friend of the pod, Jet Ricker, uh, art, you know, expert, food and art. We talked about it. I don't even know what I said. I was like having horrific menstrual cramps, so I don't. I was out of my mind. But um, good stuff. Fun content. Good stuff. We got a newsletter coming. Uh, newsletter coming this week. Um, we'll probably should do something fun and spooky for Patreon, I think. Um, that sounds great. And um, yeah, thanks so much for listening, y'all. We appreciate it as always, and we love you. We love you, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.